Hi, my name is Spencer Barbosa. I am a influencer. I mainly do TikTok and Instagram and my whole platform is about self-love and kind of promoting this real body image and like real body type and just saying that the real you is so beautiful and that you don't have to look any other way. When COVID hit, I was, I want to say 17, I was in grade 12 and I, like every other girl that I knew, had struggled with their body image throughout high school, throughout even middle school, literally throughout elementary school. Girls our entire life were literally like fed this fake body image that's extremely unattainable and will never happen. I just don't look like all the girls that I see in the media and I've just always been like that and I don't know I just like compared myself to these beautiful Victoria's Secret models and that created body dysmorphia and I had a terrible body image so when COVID hit I realized that my body image sucked and I would have really benefited from having this I don't want to say idol because I don't <laughs> I don't think I'm an idol but I wanted to be like this girl like an older sister the younger girls or even girls my age or girls older than me could watch and be like okay you know what if she is a normal girl and she can feel beautiful and admit that she thinks she's pretty so can i because i feel like half the problem is that girls are so scared to say that they think they're pretty because then they're conceited then they're full of themselves so i just wanted to basically normalize my normal body and say i have a crush on myself and i do think i'm pretty and i'm not going to bring myself down to make other people feel comfortable and to be honest, I did in fact fake it till I made it. Um, when I was making all these videos being like, I love myself, my body image is amazing. Like, I am confident when I was making those videos. Girl, I was not confident. I was learning through teaching other people how to love themselves. And through that, I genuinely did learn how to love myself because I had all these other girls saying that they felt the exact same way as me. And I have, over the last two years, built a community of 10 million people which is crazy to say but i have a community of over 10 million people who have all chosen to love themselves or at least love themselves a little bit more self-love is a journey and it's not just gonna like you're not gonna wake up one day and be like oh my gosh i am a victoria's secret model i am perfect i am the ideal image and i don't want to change anything about myself i'm confident i love myself but there's still things about me that i'm insecure about the main idea of my platform was just to teach girls that your body image is good, you're beautiful the way that you are, and that on social media, it's so easy to believe these photos, you know what I mean? Like, I can edit my photos, I could pose perfectly, I could have the most amazing lighting, I could, I could look like I have no cellulite, I could look like I have no body hair. Yes, I could do that, and I could edit it, and I could look like that, but it's not real. Having body hair, normal, beautiful, and that's been my journey, and my journey of loving myself started with being insecure and faking it and learning to love the things about me that are so much more than just my body because I feel like you're only as pretty as you treat other people. Changing my body isn't going to change me. I'm just in it. It's just some skin and bones. Like, it's all that it is. It doesn't define who I am, and I can't hate myself into loving myself. So if I'm, like, evil to myself every day and I'm like, Spencer, you're so ugly, you deserve nothing, then of course I'm going to hate myself. Of course I'm going to think I'm ugly and deserve nothing. Treat yourself like someone you love. I love you. This is it, actually. Take a sip and grab a seat, because this is it. Well, happy December 1st. Holy heck in a handbasket. We are officially finishing out the year. 
Okay, there's some seriously great stuff going on here. It is the 12th month and the first day in the year, 2022. So that's 12-1-22, loving those numbers. But add to that, this is my 111th episode. 12-1-22 and 1-1-1, let's go. <laughs> okay, so my guests today are, well, simply spectacular. And never mind who they are. Their stories are pretty phenomenal, which is what we're all here for. That was Spencer Barbosa in the cold open, and well, she is exactly who you think she is. She's real. You know Spencer. She's a 10 million followers kind of gal doing all the good influencing on social media. She has a clothing line called Something Bigger, based off her initials SB, and it's all self-love, body positivity, get your self-care on, and do the right thing kind of stuff. She has figured out how to love herself in the tough times through the negativity, and that is something we all need, and let's face it, that's what we're doing here today on this episode. Okay, so let me tell you how I decided on today's topic. I mean, it's not necessarily a groundbreaking subject. Self-love and body positivity and loving ourselves first is kind of all around. On social, in the media, ads and brands and influencers all reminding us to look in the mirror and get loving on what we see. But I think it's still pretty new in terms of us actually doing it and accepting it and believing it, right? Because that's the biggie. I can preach it all day long. I see the beauty in lots of things, a lot of people. I tell my girls and I mean it. But it's not always easy when it comes to number one. So I met a new friend on Instagram back in September she started following me and told me that she liked my content, and then I went on her page and was blown away by her photography and her creativity, and we were basically complimenting the shit out of one another, and then one of us said, it would be great if we could talk to ourselves like this too. Go figure. So I suggested that maybe we come up with three things that we love about ourselves before the end of the day. And she was like, way ahead of you, lady. And then she shared with me an ongoing note that she keeps in her phone of the things that she thinks make her cool and awesome and lovable. Things like being forgiving and resourceful, but also that she likes her cute butt. <laughs> I was like, me too. I love my butt. So this episode was actually born from that. I just really want to get everybody in a self-loving, self-appreciating, I'm the dreamiest, and here's why, state of mind. Shouldn't be hard, right? Okay, I'll start. I like my voice, and it's cadence, and I like my laugh, and I have my mom's feet, so I definitely like them too. What I love about me, actually, is that I'm always learning about myself and about how to serve and be an active participant in this game we call life. As a business owner, coach, athlete, mother, wife, daughter, friend, I take my roles and relationships seriously and constantly seek to improve myself so that I can best serve and be a safe person for those around me. I create spaces for women to feel strong. I create spaces for my family and my friends to have fun. I create spaces for myself to practice daily rituals that keep me grounded in order to be less reactive to life and more of a contributor of my talents and my gifts. My strength is what I love about me, my ability to fight for those who cannot speak, my passion for justice, and my deep-rooted commitment to practicing this daily.
The midlife crisis is a social construct that was created by a psychoanalyst in the 1960s. He decided that in your 40s, you're supposed to get super depressed about how you've already peaked physically, that you're halfway through your life, and that it's all downhill from here. I completely disagree. (laughs) This is such an outdated model of life to me, and I love that I know this. At 43, I'm actively pursuing this love of my own body, and I finally feel like I'm getting to a place that is more stable. To me, life is circular. It's a series of seasons, sunrises, births, deaths, sunsets, beginnings, endings. That is what makes being alive so fascinating. And amidst all of these events, over time, I've cultivated a relationship with my body. And I've finally arrived to a place of love, trust, and respect. And I spend time every single day cultivating this relationship. More than ever at the age of 43, I feel strong and confident in my body. I feel at home. For me, aging is not about fading, but rather about having that deep commitment to my own well-being. It's been a journey to be in this physical body, and it will continue to be. It's the most profound relationship I have in my life. But my body is my home, and I love it about me. I'm the CEO of my body and of my voice. And... It is my duty to love and take care of it, especially in a time where many women do not have the same freedom and privilege to do so. That was Val Desjardins. Val is at Pump Fitness MTL on Instagram, and she owns the Studio MTL in Montreal. She is health and wellness personified. I found her through my Explore page, and I was instantly drawn in. I spent way too long on her page, you know how that goes, totally creeping, but in a really good way. It was the good kind of creep. (laughs) I saved some of her workouts, I got hearty-eyed over her beautiful photos, and honestly, I just got generally uplifted. Oh, and also, she trained my imaginary BFF, Jen Aniston, while she was shooting a movie in Montreal, so she's all good stuff. Okay, so you know I have a wall of love notes in my living room. They're covering a wall of mirrors, very 80s, and when my littles were littler, it was the place for them to get their self-loving on. (laughs) Let me tell you, that mirror has seen all the faces. The kissy face, the vogue face, the snarly face, the giggly face, the duck face, the super extra posy face, the sultry kid face, the I'm pretending I'm not looking, but I'm totally checking myself out face, and the runway turn and hair flip face. I would sit and watch them, watch themselves, and sometimes it was just too ridiculous for words. And sometimes it drove me nuts because I was trying to talk to them. This still happens, by the way, and they're teenagers. But mostly it was, and is, simply the best. They loved what they saw. I mean, what's not to love? We start this life with rose-colored glasses. We don't come into the world thinking that we suck. It's been my number one goal as a parent to do everything that I can to keep those rose-colored glasses planted firmly on their faces. Now, as for my glasses, that's been a journey, especially as I get older. When I was little, I remember the first time a kid pointing out my hairy arms. I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to have them. They were my arms, a part of me. So didn't that automatically make them awesome? I mean, I thought so, until someone told me otherwise. 
It's so crazy how we believe other people when it comes to our own selves. I think people throw insults or point out quote unquote flaws to make themselves feel better or not better actually, maybe just heard. And by making someone else feel bad, it makes them feel less alone or lonely because then we can all feel bad together. Try explaining that to a kid. It seems like utter nonsense. Why on earth would you spread negativity to feel less negative yourself? Well, we all know it doesn't work, and the same applies when you're talking to yourself. I love how good I am at multitasking. Like seriously, I kick ass at it. (laughs) And not in the way where anyone or anything would feel like they were getting less. I put my whole heart into every interaction and task. I just do it really well. I'm not a great dancer, but I don't care. I do it anyway. I like how I make people feel. What I love about me is ironically also what I get the most heat for. When you have a voice like mine, let me tell you, a lot of stuff comes up. And while I happen to love my voice, others have come to express such disdain and disgust for my voice, typically in the form of mean comments on the internet. Like, I'd rather chew glass than sound like her. Or why does she sound like a weird baby? Or most recently, what's with the little girl's voice? So annoying. Which I actually think is pretty rude, considering it's not something I can change, nor should I, as it's a pretty massive part of my identity. While I can't deny that words like this don't feel super great, I'm kind of used to it. My voice, I like to think compliments my personality. It's kind of like a heads up of what to expect when you interact with me. I also appreciate not everyone is at my level, and that's okay. I just kind of wish they wouldn't be so vocal about it. But I also recognize that it goes beyond me. Like, a lot of folks don't even recognize the hold the patriarchy has on them. I could really stand to unpack why they reject femininity to such an extent they're willing to post mean comments towards women on the internet. It's taken me a long time to get here, copious amounts of crappy comments over the past 10 years of creating content online, to build up a thick skin about it, or even stand up for myself about it. But I do think that when we do it for ourselves, we also give permission to others to do the same. Sure, people still think I'm putting on a fake voice, like Marilyn Monroe, happy birthday Mr. President style. But they really should meet my grandmother because they would quickly discover that I come by it pretty honestly. She'd give Mickey Mouse a pretty decent run for his money. And sure, people think I'm stupid because I somehow equate the pitch of my voice with my intellect. Which says a lot more about theirs than it ever will about mine because that's just not how it works. But also, I don't need to prove anything to anyone. Honestly, if I could, I wouldn't change my voice for anything because it's what makes me me. And I truly think there's power in our uniqueness. And I also don't believe anyone should change who they are just to make other people feel comfortable. Lastly, I'll leave you with the wise words of Kurt Cobain. Wanting to be someone else is a waste of the person you are. And I just couldn't agree more. That was Kayla Short. She's at Short Presents on Instagram. And we found each other through my friend Sylvia. They are both East Coast girls. And you know I love me an East Coaster. So it was just meant to be. She's a lifestyle and travel blogger from Halifax, and she's already taught me so much about style on a budget and sweet places to visit. She does it all in a very inclusive and warm and loving way, so it feels like you're hanging out with a friend. So on that tip, what does your social media feed look like? Have you done a review on it lately? I didn't really know that was a thing until a friend of mine brought it up to me. So this was back when Trump was in office, and I happened to go into the comments on a post that someone I follow had put up. 
Remember when Julia Roberts walks back into the fancy store on Rodeo Drive in Pretty Woman? Big mistake. Huge. <laughs> okay, so this was my first lesson on avoiding the comment section. It got insanely nasty, like my jaw was on the floor. I felt like a new little baby bird just emerging from my mama's feathers because I was truly blown away that the world could be so cruel and awful. I told my girlfriend about it and she said, well, that's because your feed is full of like-minded people. I know it seems so basic, but I was like, oh shit, of course. So I went into my feed and I did a scroll and yep, she was right. Same principles, same beliefs, same morals. It's not like I did it on purpose. I mean, I did without knowing. One thing leads to the next and all of a sudden you're in a big old bath of positivity and paying it forward and love, lots of love. That's my feed. But it's very easy to see how it can go the other way. I love my ability to be aware. I'm a really great mom and I think I'm taking up good space on this earth. Hi, I'm Meredith Shaw, and I am honored to have been asked to share my self-love story. It's such a journey, you know, and it's a journey where you move forward and then you move more steps back and then you sort of dust yourself off and keep going. So it's a reminder that I think we need to constantly have around us. And that's why I think these conversations are, are so, so important. And I also think it's really important to have a sense of humor about about yourself and your self-love journey because we have all said the worst things to ourselves, things we would never have said to anybody else. And, you know, we got to take that stuff seriously, but we can't take ourselves too seriously because I think when that starts to happen, then we really get into trouble. So my self-love lesson came one time when I was co-hosting CTV's The Social. I was very excited. I had brought a Kate Spade dress that I absolutely loved. I'd never worn it before and I was excited to wear it. And, you know, for those of you who've never seen me before, I'm a size 16 woman. The other co-hosts of The Social are not. <laughs> They're smaller than I am. So I can't just mix and match with their wardrobe. So I, I brought my own dress in and was excited to wear it. And the stylist was doing it up. And then all of a sudden, the zipper pops. It rips. And... The social is a live show, so we're counting down. We're we're eight minutes to live, and the, the stylist says, "Don't worry, I can get the zipper fixed." I'm like, "In eight minutes?" She took it somewhere. They tried to fix it. Well, no, it wasn't going to work. What was I going to do? Was I going to go out there <laughs> in my in my tights and my bra? Hello, Canada. They somehow found a dress, put it on me with seconds to spare, and out I walked to a national television audience and didn't skip a beat. This would have wrecked me years ago. And sometimes it's in those moments where you see yourself anew that you realize, wow, how far I've come. And so I think it's important to take stock of those moments that we all have, big, small, whatever they are, just to kind of pat ourselves on the back. And that is a moment of self-love. And it's a moment that I'll always remember. And I'm proud of it, honestly, because I didn't let that stop me. In other times, I probably would have. I probably would have been too embarrassed that, oh my gosh, my zipper popped and I couldn't fit into any of the other clothes backstage. I would have made that mean something that it absolutely doesn't. Because guess what? I am more than my size. My worth, what I bring to that show, what I bring to this life is way more than the size on my dress and a zipper that pops. It, that, that has nothing to do with me. That has to do with the manufacturing of that dress, <laughs> quite frankly, if you're asking me. But yeah, so I think if I reflect on that, humor has a big role to play in your self-love journey. 
And so I hope my story helps your story, right? Because when we show up, we allow others to. And that's how I've been able to continue on my journey because I look to other people who are on theirs. And when we bounce those wins back and forth to each other, I think we can really get somewhere. This is a tip, actually. Get a piece of paper and write down 10 things that you love about yourself. Go on, I'll wait. Write the numbers 1 to 10 down the side and start gushing about you. And hey, go past 10 if you can, because I believe that you are more than just a number. Okay, the biggest thank you in the world to my guests, Spencer Barbosa, Kayla Short, Val Desjardins, and Meredith Shaw. Meredith was the last story that you heard, and let me tell you something. She sent her voice note to me on a day when I could barely look in the mirror. I wasn't necessarily hating on my looks. I was digging into self-worth. It was a tough week. Her words came at exactly the right time. She is a superstar stylist who I'm dying to watch work, IRL. Not to mention, I want to rip all of the clothes out of my closet and start fresh. So Meredith, let's go. Every guest is tagged in the episode description and on my social, and you probably already follow them, but if you don't, seriously, get on it. They're the kind of humans you want to have in your feed. I loved making this episode. I hope you loved listening. Thank you so much for giving me your time today. Now go say something nice to someone and also to yourself. This is it, actually. Take a sip and grab a seat, cause this is it.